Well, you know, Paul, one of the joys for me is reading Body Nodger's blog, and I see uh, when Fever, Fever, Fever forfeited Australia in their game against Iran. He said that Fever had flexed its pimple-sized muscle. <laughs> He's on the line now to expand on that. How are you, buddy? That was beautiful. I, I, I was sleeping more than dancing. <laughs> You're not happy with fever, buddy? Oh, no. Look, there's a situation in Iran. We know what's going on there. You know, anyone that follows the, the news, that, that, that is a country in crisis at the moment. And to you know, send a team in there to play a game. when well, they've already qualified. That that victory over, the hard-fought victory over, not, uh, over Kazakhstan. Ninety-seven fifty. I mean, Kazakhstan did a you know, pretty clever thing at three-quarter time, changing into mankinis, trying to put the boys <laughs> off. But it was you know, they're too far behind. I mean, twenty-seven to two was the start, and thirty-nine to eight was the first quarter. So that was pretty impressive. So that that blocked away a position in next year's World Cup. Um, so to send them on. I mean, if, if the game was going to determine whether they're going to make the World Cup, I don't know what sort of situation that would have left Basketball Australia in. But when your government advises you not to send a team to a particular area, <clears throat> I think you, you'd be doing the, the players an injustice if you went. So, mm. I mean, to, to withdraw from that was fair enough. And then from FIBA to say, well, we're going to have an investigation in this. Well, investigate away because you're going to discover that the uh, federal government said, don't go, it's uh, not a safe area to be in and you shouldn't be putting those young men at risk. And that, I think, is a completely reasonable position to adopt. So they then whack them with a forfeit, which means, you know, you don't get... If you get a win, it's, I think it's two points for a win and it's one point for a loss. So if you get a forfeit, it's zero points. So it's just it's just a little bit of uh, FIBA basketball, which we're quite used to, mm. quite used to. Well, Body, we, we've seen Australia, England and New Zealand cricket teams withdraw from tours on the back of a travel advice warnings yep. from their federal government. And the, the ICC have basically just had to take that on board. Say, okay, well, if your government's saying no, we've just got to, you know, you've got to appreciate that, and you've got to think surely FIBA does as well. Yeah, I'm not sure what the repercussion uh, of it would be. I mean, honestly, as you say, once once your government tells you don't do it, or advises you against, strongly advises you against doing it, then you have no option but to take that advice. And, and FIBA needs to sort of just pull its head in. I think sometimes, like I said, they like to walk around and flex their muscles and say, well, hey, we're not happy about this. And it's like, well, well okay, well, let's have the next FIBA general meeting uh, in, the, in the middle of the run. Move <laughs> um, it there, have a bit, you know, there you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, so, so that's that's excellent that it's done. That we're, we've qualified now for the World Cup. Now, selecting a team is going to be really, really difficult because we've got once Joe Ingalls is fit, we'll have ten players running around in the NBA, all of whom have indicated that they would be very, very keen to play in the World Cup. So now we've also got. Dante Exum doing very well in Europe. We've got Nick K doing really well in Japan. You know, there's 12. You can only take 12. There's 12 already. So um, it's going to be really tough for uh, the best Australian kids in the NBL to crack into that thing. There might only be one or two of them that make it. It's going to be a hell of a good team. Tell me this, uh, Body. Is it possible that uh, you mentioned some names there? Is it possible that Ben Simmons would be welcomed back into the fold? Uh, if he was, if he's. He has gone on the record, but he's gone on the record many, many times before <laughs> saying that he wants to play for Australia. But but he's there now. He's he's with Paddy Mills on a daily basis, and and Paddy Mills is the heart and soul and culture driver of the Boomers. So I, I have no doubt that he would be now considering it far more um, seriously than he ever has before. 
And, and I, the team would welcome him with absolute open arms. And I, when I wrote the book about Paddy Mills, um, <clears throat> which is still available, but just, <laughs> it's just, it's just saying. <laughs> but, but Paddy there expressed complete support for Ben from the team and, and you know, it was, in whatever decision he makes. So if Ben decided he wanted to put on the green and gold, the team would certainly adopt him. I think there'd be some fans around Australia that would bristle a bit because they would think that mm. he's done the wrong thing in the past. But as soon, as soon as he throws down a dunk and wins us the game, over somebody, all will be forgotten and forgiven, trust me. Oh, I totally agree. Remember Steve Smith coming back into the test team, Andrew, after Sandpaper Gate? Mm. Schools run yeah. in, uh, in England, and yes, uh, yeah, we can forgive and forget very, yes. very quickly, <laughs> body. Yeah, and now we've also got Josh Giddy, who's, who's um, joined the great Wilt Chamberlain. The, Wilt Chamberlain in my view, is the, the greatest basketball player of all time. It's not. It's not Michael Jordan for me. It's, wow. it's Will. Okay. He's, he's, he's seven foot one, and the, the records that he set during his playing career before he sadly passed away in 1999 uh, are just extraordinary. And one of those records was that on a, in the first two times into Madison Square Garden, he had triple doubles. Josh Kennedy this week for Oklahoma. Went in and in a 145-135 win over the Knicks, he had a triple double, which is his second year in a row. So he joins Will Chamberlain as the only players that have had triple doubles in Madison Square Garden in their first two games there, which is it's a fair achievement to be on the same line as Will. I mean, Josh had 24 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. You know, a, a great performance, probably his best performance of the year. And, and he, he said after the game how much he loves going to MSG because it is, um, you know, one of the great venues in the world. You know, when you when you think of great venues and you you trot them out, that's that's mm. usually there, Madison Square Garden. But Will Chamberlain, he, I'll give you, he's, he's had a, a uh, quintuple double, so better than a triple double in a game in 1968. He had 53 points, 32 rebounds. <laughs> 14 assists, he blocked 24 shots, and he had 11 steals. I mean, that's, <laughs> there's no way to you know, compare that to anybody else. You know, I mean, I love Michael Jordan, and I think he, if you were building a basketball player you know, from the ground up, he would be, that's who you'd come up with. He's a, by far the greatest player of the era, no question. But when you're looking back right across the, the time that the NBA has been in existence, the, the records that Will set. I mean, he's had that 100-point game. He's amazing. So for Josh Giddy to to be in a conversation where he has done something, the, the equivalent of Will Chamberlain is an amazing feat and possibly one we maybe didn't uh, quite trumpet enough when it happened uh, on Monday. Mm. Now, buddy, we better get some selections for tomorrow night's games. Um, Melbourne and Adelaide. Melbourne $1.77, Adelaide $2.05, one-and-a-half-point line. Well, 36ers have sacked Craig Randall, as we know, haven't replaced him at this stage. Melbourne United have sacked Jordan Caroline, as we expected, and have replaced him with a, a guy by the name of Marcus Lee, who's still um, just, just landed in the country. So he's unlikely to play in that game. He'll play in, the, in their second game against the Phoenix on Saturday. Uh, at this stage, um, I'm going to go with the home team, which is a really stupid thing to do because uh, basically the, the, the visiting teams are winning like 70% of the time. But I just think United's a, a, a little steadier uh, Adelaide will want to prove that they can win without Craig Randall as they they did when they beat Illawarra, but Illawarra and United long way apart. I'm, I'm going for United. And we've just got 60 seconds till news time, body. So Perth and South East Melbourne, Perth a dollar 65, South East Melbourne who aren't in great form, two twenty five, three and a half points. 
I'm going to go with Perth at home. They're, they're retiring. Sean Reddy's is number 42 singlet. I think they'll all be up for that. And I, I think Perth will get home in that one. Good on you, buddy. Look forward to next week, guys.